I don't know how to turn myself up from here. <laughs> turn up! I say turn up! <laughs> Hey y'all, welcome back to the 25 Plus Podcast. It's your host, Margo. It's Keanu. And it's Ari. Welcome to episode number two. We're so happy to be back. We are in the full swing of fall. And you know, a lot of things change. Right now, the weather is like slowly dropping in temperature. And when I say slowly, I mean like it the high was 90 and then the high today was like 88 so very very slowly here in texas <laughs> um how was everybody's week so far how are we doing ladies we're doing fantabulous oh spicy <laughs> not spicy what's well, got um, your week so fantabulous well your girl got a promotion ah! pew, 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 pew. <laughs> so you know money money makes the world go round here this we are this is true true this is true congratulations girl thanks sister. thank you you're welcome you're welcome Ari how's your week been girl oh it's going you know I got to work from home today so today was Ooh. a great day and I'm looking forward to the weekend Yes, we love Yay. a good work from home day. I was work from home as well and did almost nothing today. Uh, <laughs> mind you, I'm too, I've got to let the listeners know I'm only two weeks in, okay? Like, I haven't even <laughs> gone through official training yet. So, but yeah, that's kind of how my week's been. I'm excited for the weekend as well. Um, just anytime, anytime there's a weekend, I'm always happy for because. Working, working is for the birds, not me. <laughs> True. So now that we've got our weekly recap shared, you guys know this is one of our favorite parts of the podcast. We like to kind of share what we found on Twitter and TikTok and what's happening, you know, around the sports world. So um, you guys, I've, of course, I'm always on TikTok um tiktok moves fast i think i said this the last episode tiktok moves so fast and i'm just loving all the new sounds that keep coming up <laughs> and so the kids on tiktok they remix them now they don't oh. just like yeah they don't let them just like stay the same and so there's this one one that goes like are you all right yeah, I'm all right. You know, it's like, oh, something happened. And then the person just asked themselves, right? Like, are you all right? Yeah, I'm all right. Honey, the culture has gotten a hold of it. So now when they ask, are you all right? The person responds, no, girl, what the hell? And I am <laughs> so weak at the culture. I, I am just tickled pink by that sound um anytime i see a video that comes across my for you page with that i just instantly like because it's just it's so accurate it's so accurate because a lot of times we do say we're all right when we really should be saying girl no what the hell so <laughs> i don't know True. maybe maybe our listeners can try it and, and let us know how it goes but that's kind of <laughs> what's going on with with tiktok it's almost moving too fast for me to keep up with but i'm i'm gonna try I'm proud of you. You're doing it for all the teeny bopper. <laughs> Thank Jana, you. what is a teeny bopper? A teeny bopper is a young child. 
<laughs> but how young are we talking? Like five? Or are we talking like 15? Definitely in their teens until maybe, I, I would say you you can stop being a teeny bopper around the age of 20. But definitely these Gen Zers, they're teeny boppers. Those are the teeny boppers, the TikTokers, the people that actually make the TikToks and don't just watch them. Yeah. <laughs> Margo. Yeah. Yeah. This is true. This is true. The ones that's in there creating all those little dances, those are teeny boppers because mm. we don't even have the energy to make oh, all no. those fast-paced dances. My, mine had to have a long eight count with a uh, pause. <laughs> okay? And they don't know nothing about taking a break in between your dance moves. So, teeny boppers. <laughs> Definition. Feel- that's who they are. I feel like the teeny boppers that make all the dances, they have some amazing upper body coordination because very rarely do I ever see legs. I just be seeing the (laughs) upper body. (laughs) That is so true. Oh my gosh. Never even thought of that. (laughs) So what's, what's going on over there on Twitter? I'm back on Instagram, but I'm not back on Mm -hmm. Twitter. What's happening on Twitter this week? Anything notable? Yeah. So of course, this is happening in the Atlanta. Mm-hmm. There, there is this viral check going around from this girl who had dinner. And, and the um, check ha- happens to be um, equaling to $741.53. And she says, she says, now this is a real date. I need you. Wait, can we pause for just a second? Mm-hmm. Where the hell was this woman eating? Um, they're eating at Steak Market. In the Atlanta. Is this like a luxury five-star Michelin star? Baby, I try my best to stay out the Atlanta, so I don't know. (laughs) But we we need all of our Atlanta (laughs) listeners to let us know what is steak market. Like, is it worth the 741? Please. And let us know why she got this giant ice cream sundae for $85. Was it her birthday? What? Mm. Is this a is this a birthday date? Like, is this a first date? I need details. Like, there's so much I want to know. But yes, this is a tweet that I've been seeing a lot of people um, repost and you know be upset or hype, um, as well as ladies responding who are also in the Atlanta who happened to go to the Jr. Crickets and she said, "No, this is a real date." And her date was thirty five dollars and she got her some wings and fries. Okay, mm, shout out <laughs> to Jr. Crickets and wings. <laughs> I do I do love JR Crickets, but yes, that is my viral tweet of the week. Now, wow. was okay. this Golden State Girl? Yes. Golden she did State also girl. she also did have a golden filet mignon for $380. Cooked to medium, so I do have to respect her on the, the temperature wise on her cook of her steak. I do respect mm-hmm. her on that one. Mm. Wow. I what did okay, how do y'all feel about people posting their meal receipts on on socials like what is that supposed to do for us i i'm gonna say this i feel like if you do that and it goes viral and open yourself up to a lot of criticism and what i mean by that is there's rumors going around that this same girl got arrested about a couple days ago for Um. um filing an incorrect ppp loan Oh yeah, <laughs> not so, the PPP. I'm I'm really hoping that's not true, but pe- apparently, you know, people are like Twitter investigators out here, so they was going through her records, pulling stuff up. Apparently, she's not tweeting no more. I don't know. So, oh, I hope she's okay. I really hope she did not go to jail. I do feel bad. 
Um, Because at the end of the day, you know what, Black women, we deserve luxury, whatever kind of venue or facet that may be. But at the same time, please stop thinking that you spending almost $1,000 on dinner is like incredible. Like it is really not. I promise we are not that impressed. I No, absolutely not. My absolute viewpoint on it is some things need to remain private, one. Mm. And two... You just don't have to be so flashy about things. You don't have to be mm. so flashy about your clothing, your jewelry, or your dinners. Just mm-hmm. eat and enjoy. You know, you want to post your little plate, post your little plate. But the check is extremely unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Enjoy your date. If this even was a date, baby, that she could have been with the girls in line. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? But you best believe Black Twitter going to find out, okay? Mm-hmm. I did yeah, see I, another tweet to follow up with that. And it was just a nice, cute Black girl. And she said she took herself out on a date. And all she did was show pictures of her outfit and her food. And I was like, yes, I love that for you. We that love that. Like, we love that. Yeah. We do love that. We do. Ooh, honey. Well, I hope um, Miss Golden Steak. Um, <laughs> I, hilarious. I just hope, you know, she enjoyed it because if it, if it, if she paid for this dinner via PPP loan money, um, <laughs> she's, she's going to be hurting in a little bit when, when the feds find out. So, uh, yeah. going to be fresh as hell when the feds watching. She's going to be Oh man, is and that's the most viral one that you've seen this week, Kiana. That is the most viral one that I have seen this week. And I tell you, Twitter just keeps on giving, keeps on giving. <laughs> it, it'll never stop, honestly. Ne- Especially true. Black Twitter. Oh mm. no, Black Twitter. We move fast. <laughs> and are we? What what's the sports world looking like? I know NBA Media Day was the other day. We're getting ready to kick off the season. Oh, a lot lots of things going on. So yes, you're correct about Media Day. Uh, seemed very great from what I was watching. However, a lot of the focus has been pulled away from the actual athletics and more about the vaccine and oh. how that's going to be moving forward. Um, and I know that there's a rule. I feel like it was the Warriors and someone else, but they said that. NBA players will not be paid for the games that they miss. I don't know if that means that if you are not vaccinated, you cannot play in a specific city or state or or what's going on. I'm going to do some more research. But um, Mm -hmm. a lot of players will now come out and say they don't plan on getting the vaccine. They're not vaccinated. Um, And, you know, Mm. I just when I think about those kinds of things, I feel bad for people like Kat, like Carl Anthony Towns, who dealt with so much not only with himself and his family also with COVID. So I think NBA is going to be great athletic wise, but it's going to be very messy as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Also small recap last week, Alabama football played Southern Miss. We did pretty great. I would say Uh, 163 to 14. Looking to see it. And and we are hoping that we have another one this week against Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss because Oh, they be giving us fits every year, y'all. I don't, I don't they know. They really do. They really do. It's going to be good when we play at 2.30. Um, so I'm hoping, you know, that we, we do well, all the positive vibes. <laughs> and then lastly, um, a couple of Texas things. So I did attend the Cowboys game on Monday. Ooh. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Cowboys You're a Jerry won. World girl. I was um, masked up because the amount of people. Mm. Yeah, because 
Because period. Masked up because period. No explanation. Yeah. Masked up, backs up, all of it. Okay. All of it. All of it. So definitely fun. Cowboys won very convincingly. Um, poor Jalen got sagged so many times. I couldn't keep up. Um, but you know, Devontae Smith had a great game as well. So Amari Cooper. Um, I'm just hoping. Ooh, Amari Cooper. <laughs> bow, bow, bow. So I'm hoping that, um, you know, the Cowboys will, will do it. will do well because I feel like when they do well, the city itself is pretty lively too. Yeah. yeah. This is very true. Very, very true. But we're still not well, Cowboys fans. So We are not. We are not <laughs> Cowboys fans. No. We just live here. And then surprisingly, the Rangers won on Tuesday because um, they've been terrible all season. Mm. So... Shout out to them. <laughs> Not a Rangers fan, but they're so close. You know, we got to support. <laughs> they are <laughs> right around kidding. the corner. So <laughs> today's topic, if you guys see the episode title, gang shit, that's all I'm on. Uh, we're talking about friendships as an adult. Basically, you know, how, what happens when you outgrow friendships, having those tough conversations. What's it like making new friends as an adult in a new city, you know, when you should seek advice or what happens when you have some distance between your friendships. So um, I think we should preface this. We, us three have been friends since 2016. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Since 2016, we have lived like in the same area before for an amount of time. Then we lived separately aka i moved to minnesota for a while <laughs> while y'all are down here in texas and i know distance wise i don't think that was ever like a thing for us like we just kept the ball rolling like i would come out and see y'all y'all were able to come up and see me so how do y'all handle things like distance in a friendship Honestly, it just really depends on how close you were in the beginning. Like, if you're not, if you have a friend, which is more of an associate, of course, that distance is going to take a toll on your friendship because you're not even used to talking every day or spending time together. But if you truly have a friendship that you're really close with your girls, you have already been spending a lot of time together, that distance is going to take a toll on you because you're like, dang, I don't get to see them. So that's when it comes into effect of the planning of the trips, the talking every day. It can be as simple as sending each other memes, gifts, and viral videos every day. <laughs> to, to stay in touch, to not let that distance affect you, you know? Like, social media can really make you feel like you're in the same place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very true. Uh, I'll say my best friend, shout out to her. She knows she is. She lives <laughs> far. Um, Love her so much. It's just not the same as when we were living to, um, in the same place. But I feel like because of that, we've been able to grow and make our friendship stronger because you have to work at it, you know? Mm, yeah. Putting in that effort and that time, making sure you guys are staying connected, supporting each other through all of life's trials and tribulations. Um, it's, it's just really important to make sure that you guys are both committed to growing that friendship and continuing that friendship because it's not going to be the same. Um, mm -hmm. But you don't want it to be. You want it to grow and develop and have all these beautiful things that occur. So as long as you use some of the things that Kiana said, sending memes, FaceTime is my biggest <laughs> one. Um, or, you know, I, I do love a trip. I know people 
are not really sure about traveling because of pandemic purposes. But if I can go and make it and see her, you know, or if she can come down and see me, I feel like that's a great way to continue strengthening our bond too. Yeah, I really like that. And to kind of pivot off of that, you know, we're talking about distance. One thing that I've noticed in some of my friendships is that um, I'm kind of getting to that age where maybe I'm starting to outgrow some of my friendships. Mm. Um, and it's so weird because like, I don't know if it's just the empath in me or what it is, but growing up, I've always just had a very small, very tight circle of friends that I've just been very, very, or at least I'd like to think I've been very loyal to them. And this year it's so crazy. Like I outgrew a friendship and it still hasn't like fully hit me yet, but it's just weird because it's like, Hmm, how did we get here? You know, (laughs) we've been friends for over a decade and we used to talk literally every single day for almost 10 years, you know, like it's mm-hmm. like talking to your mom every day. Right? Mm-hmm. right. And now I'm in this space where I'm outgrowing these friendships and it's like, whoa, like this is weird. What do I do? Cause you, so you just can't replace friendships like that. So how do y'all handle like when you outgrow at least long friendships, right? Cause you know, there are friendships that you have maybe in like undergrad or grad school mm-hmm. or high school and things like that. You know, people transition, you you move on, you get that distance between you or whatever it may be. And it's okay, right? Like you outgrow mm-hmm. those friendships, but you know, nothing bad comes out of it. But when you have something that has been built on a really solid and then the foundation crumbles, you know, then you have to walk away from it because you really can't build, rebuild it in a sense. How, like, how have y'all had to handle that? Well, I will say I had a similar situation, but I was able to rebuild. No, the friendship is not as close and um, frequent conversation communication as it used to be, but I wouldn't say that I am like crushed by it or anything, but Mm -hmm. obviously time, whenever you have like a falling out or an argument or something, I definitely say, you know, take that time and think about what it was truly about before you just like make make a hasty decision and rash, um, do anything crazy. Definitely. um, And depending on the friendship, you know, reach, reach back out talk about it and if it's truly like you know unfixable then you know sometimes you have to let it go there are Mm -hmm. people in your life that are there for seasons so that can just be the end of that season for y'all and that's okay too like girl i don't kick it with nobody from elementary also i moved a lot so i I don't know this (laughs) But, but you know i have my i have my friends for my high school season my college season my adult season and people had trinkled out from each one of those, you know, so and, and that's okay. It's no love loss. You don't wish them any ill will. You all, you praise them on the side, you know, you're still praising them from the sidelines and they don't even know it. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. You just have to look within the friendship and see like, is this worth my mental health, my peace of mind, my time, dedication and effort to rebuild? And if it's a no, that's okay. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you don't have to feel bad about it that's you did what was best for you but I really think we should talk about 
when you should apologize and be accountable mm. after an argument or a falling out. I want to hear y'all. Y'all know I'm crazy, so let me hear y'all. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me get y'all some opinions first, and then I'm going to crash it with mine. Oh, God. <laughs> this is interesting. Okay, so do we have more specifics on the scenario? I mean, you say an argument, but... I mean, do you both say hurtful things? Is this one-sided? Like, what are we talking about here? Um, if you have a personal experience you want to reflect on, it doesn't have to be recent, then yeah, you can speak on it if it was one-sided or both-sided. Or if not, um, we can go with, we can go with both. Okay. Um, all right. So I feel like... Okay, I'll just talk to the listeners this way because I'm not a person that particularly cares to argue, but if we need to have a conversation, we'll have one. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm very slow when it comes to anger because I want to be very patient and I want to understand and put people, put myself in people's shoes before I react, right? Because mm -hmm. if we, if I, pray, I overreact. I pray to be a person like you, I pray. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I overreact, it could just make a situation worse, right? And I can't assume someone's intentions until I go out and ask them, you know what I mean? So I try to, to handle things that way. But sometimes, you know, people just yeah. really say like stupid, ignorant, immature things, or maybe, Ooh. you know what, sometimes I slip up and I get upset because I'm over here like trying to reason with you and you're not listening to me. So now I'm over here getting frustrated and then I snap, right? <laughs> okay, so in those moments, at least one of you has to be the bigger person and address it. Now you need to know what kind of person you're talking to, whether you guys can hash out that situation right when it's fresh, or if you need to be like, you know what, let's just take some time, take a step back, and we'll talk about this at a later date when we both calm down, right? Mm, yeah. And I feel like either way, just depending on how your friendships are, you know, you wanna make sure that you guys have that open communication and you guys are willing to call each other out Say how the person made you feel and then go and then, you know, figure out like, okay, so how, where do we go from here? You know, is this something mm. that we can look past? Is it, or is this something, you know, that's bigger and there's deeper issues rooted within that? Um, and I feel like, you know, sometimes it works. Like sometimes it's great. You guys have those conversations and you guys will either be back to a somewhat of a decent place or back to an even better place. But, you know, sometimes people aren't necessarily willing to, go through all that, go through all that effort. And if that's the case, you know, you call each other out, you may want to look past it, the other person doesn't, that's when you guys have to move on and just, you know, be thankful for the times and the memories that you guys have together. But otherwise, there's no point in wasting your time. Life is short, you know? Yeah, I, I definitely agree on a lot of those points when it comes to apologies and accountability, right? Like, I'm quick to apologize, but in order to move on, you really do have to forgive and you do have to forget. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to consistently be played by that person doing the same things that they've done before. No, I can forgive what you did. Hey, we've moved past it. Um, I think that's kind of how I look at apologies. Um, I give them really fast. I accept them really fast. I want to move on because like you said, Ari, life is so short. Like Life is finite. And there's no point in letting something that won't matter in five minutes, you know, matter in five years. So that's kind of how, how I look at it. You said forgive and forget. And I feel like Kiana's like, fuck that. 
I am letting everyone get out everything they have to say <laughs> and crush our dreams. Go right, crush them. Okay, so I am the total opposite of both of you guys. I am a speak in the moment any way it is. I don't care if it's my fault, if it's your fault. I am going to speak on a moment. If I am upset, and I'm very much so quick to anger. You do something to make me mad, I'm quick to anger, quick to frustration, which I'm praying on. Which I'm, I, The Lord is wait, working on me, okay? Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> the, work, the Lord is working. He is, he, he is a faithful God, okay? Listen, it's working on me. But as of now, Miss Kiana, she did a little quick to anger, okay? <laughs> and I have found myself in heightened situations, counting to 10, saying, Lord, I'll <laughs> 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 be talking to him in the moment because that's, that's my growth right there, me talking to the Lord in the moment because I have migrated from a passive person who never did anything to a very confrontational person who would probably fight you if you do something to disrespect me to, you know, just cursing out now. So I feel like that that is a you know roller coaster of <laughs> ups and downs, but we're gonna get to where we need to get. But I always still to this day feel as though if you feel like someone has hurt you, disrespected you, or if you just feel a type of way about what your friend is doing, you should call them out. You should let them know. Sometimes I think that I should have done it in private and not in public, but you Y'all heard me, I'm working on it, okay? But <laughs> they still need to know how you feel. And then it's okay for them to reciprocate with how they feel. It's really all about communication, listening to one another, being empathetic of each other's situations mm. so that you can move forward. Because if you don't have empathy for what they have going on, how are you going to let, the, how are they supposed to realize that your feelings are valid as well? Mm, and. Right. If they're not capable of that empathy, it might be time to let them go. Mm. Have you ever, uh, my first question to you is, when did the switch happen for you going from passive to more active in handling confrontation? Definitely in college. Like, you know, from high school to college, I really went to a pretty tame high school, so I didn't really have any drama. But going to college, more people, more drama, of course. So I had to realize, like, girl, we're, you need to gain this backbone before you let everybody run over you and you're over here looking stupid, crying in the corner. Mm. So you're going to have to boss up and be a little more active in conversations instead of passive. Mm -hmm. But then I got I a little crazy. So I had to calm down. So now I'm more in my adulthood and my walk with Christ. I have, you know, did a little 180. Well, maybe okay. we at maybe we at like one ninety, and we you know still working. <laughs> we don't get okay. there. We don't get there. But for sure, always, always speak on how you feel about something. Don't let these people run you over. Don't think that your feelings are not valid because they are because they are your feelings, and this is your friendship mm -hmm. or relationship, whichever one. So I don't know why people make me the gatekeeper of their secrets, but they do. So I would pretty much just turn the situation around on them. So say that a friend comes to me 
and they're saying, okay, so-and-so is doing this and they're doing that. I just don't know how to handle it, X, Y, Z. And I was like, well, remember when you were going through, you know, what you were going through and how you were acting towards people when that happened? Mm. How about that? And they're like, oh, I didn't even think about it that way. And then they have a new perspective on how that person's feeling and how they are dealing with their feelings. Because a lot of people don't just have like a really to deal with their feelings. So mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's good to be empathetic that way to know that, hey, maybe your friend just needs somebody to talk to and they just don't know who to reach out to. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if you're having a problem with your friend, just ask them like, hey, you like, you know, are you okay? Like, what's really going on? What's the, what's the deeper issue here as to why we are fighting? Because yeah. honestly, like, we really don't have a big reason to be fighting with our friends. We don't got the same taste of men. We're not fighting for the same job. Like, <laughs> what are we fighting for? <laughs> so how do y'all feel about making friends in new cities? Like, how is that for y'all? Obviously, it probably probably worked out a little better than y'all may have expected it to when y'all moved from Tuscaloosa to Dallas just because there's so many UA Alabama people here people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but how like how has it looked to make friends outside of like the Alabama circle well let me just say that me and Ari tried our hardest okay we really man did. <laughs> <laughs> look we, I need we, details we were joining group meetings. We were like doing outings. It wasn't, it, sometimes we still see them around and you know, it's all love, but it just wasn't that, that good old Southern hospitality. It just mm -hmm. wasn't there. Man. It just wasn't there. It just wasn't the same type of link ups. It wasn't the same type of feelings that we get when we're together, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I feel like, uh, Mario, you might have a better story of making friends in Minnesota because me and Ari had each other here. So we would go out and try and make new friends together. But at the end of the night, we would still have each other. So it really didn't yeah. really make a, you know, make a big difference for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for me, moving from Alabama to Minnesota, obviously culture shock. Basically, all of my friends in Minnesota came from work. So like somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody knew another girl who had gone to Alabama and they put us in contact and we still like chat. When she comes to the city, we hang out and stuff like that. Um, but maintaining those friendships, right, is hard. All my friends were transplants. So mm -hmm. very, I, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know if I could really call the people that I knew that were from Minnesota my friends. I'd more call them associates. But anybody that I actually considered a friend was not from Minnesota. They maybe they were from the Midwest, a few of them, but most of them were from other places across the country. Um, and then I met like two of my closest friends that, from Minnesota that I still talk to to this day. They actually came down last month um, to visit. And I was just going through like we all worked on the same team. So that was like super helpful. And when you're in a space where there's not a lot of people that look like you, you naturally gravitate to the people who do look like you because you know that they probably have the same shared experiences. Mm -hmm. And so I gravitated towards them. Um, Shanice and Fikay. And honestly, like, I still talk to them all the time. And they were just really there to, like, physically support me when I was going through a lot. Like, y'all were down here in Dallas. My best friend at the time was in Louisiana. Family was in Alabama. So I literally had absolutely no one in Minnesota. And so I relied on those two a lot when I was going through some things up there. 
Um, but yeah, it's, it's hard. It's, it's hard making friends as an adult if you happen to be fairly introverted and if you happen to be in a place where the culture is, you know, very different from what you're used to or what you've grown up in. I was, well, how do you feel about it? I know we had the same experience, but you know, go ahead. Tell we people. did, right? We did. I feel like I tried, um, you know, just as hard as you reaching out in groups, you know, trying to talk to people when we were out um, and definitely reached out to some people who would work with me as well, you know? Um, Shout out to my people that I actually made connections with. But, you know, then everyone that I was ending up getting really close with, they all moved. So it's just, it's it's so hard trying to replace those connections with people who are still here, especially when you do get attached that way. Um, and for some reason, I, I don't know. I just feel like maybe a lot of people feel like they kind of want to stay in their own bubble, just stay with the groups that they know um, because of their own shared experiences. So. I think just a lot of us in general, you know, being who we are in Dallas, we just need to make sure that we do stay open if we're Mm -hmm. looking forward to those friendships. Um, And, you know, just, you know, be inviting. You know, I'm not the friendliest person, I will say. Like, I'm not a person that's just going to walk up to you because I'm very shy. Like, I I can't do that. But if you talk to me, then I'm going to be nice. Like, I'm going to talk back. I'm trying to think about when we first met. I guess Jessica introduced us, so you didn't have to do anything. Exactly. But I would never say that you're shy. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't think I would say it either. Nope. I am not bold when it comes to that. Yeah. Margo is more shy than me. People tell me that I'm unapproachable. But my boss (sighs) in my quarterly review said that I am very approachable and have a contagious (laughs) personality. Oh, contagious. Bump all y'all. Bump all y'all haters. Because you know what? I'm going to take that to the bank. Because that's where I get paid. Okay. <laughs> please. Please. <laughs> Y'all ever see Kiana out? Y'all let us know if you think she's unapproachable. Because Margo and I will tell you the truth right now. Yeah. I'm going to tell my boss on all y'all. Like, <laughs> you know what? They going to wear masks? Period. <laughs> <laughs> With Poppy's home in the background. Okay. <laughs> Why does that be Poppy's home in the background? Mm, sounded right. Okay. <laughs> I feel like we don't talk about Drake every episode, so it's fine. Probably. Probably. But I do want to mention that even though, like, I had Ari, I didn't have Ari until maybe like three months or maybe two months until when I moved in. So I kind of mm-hmm. was adopted by her college friend group. So that was different because you know I already have my own college friends, Shay and Tori. Mm-hmm. And that's all I really swap to steal from college consistently. And, you know, Shane and Tori are very much so different than the girls in Dallas. So <laughs> I definitely had, I had to get some sensitivity training because all me and Shane Tori do is joke on each other all day. So <laughs> definitely had to, uh, <laughs> had to tone that down. So, yeah, that, that's a lesson too, <laughs> learning your new friends. Yeah. Because everybody's not the same, and everybody can't take a joke. Like, I'm funny. It's fine. Not another Drake reference. <laughs> that one was unintentional. Stop talking to Drake, already. Uh, never. <laughs> no, Ari, uh, last weekend to Josh show, Margo was like, stop talking to Drake. She was like, I'm not talking to him. 
yeah, yeah we she didn't get it. We were like, never mind. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. No. But yeah, we if both looked at each other like, mm-mm. <laughs> yeah we we need everybody that's listening to this podcast if y'all are in dallas like we want to make new friends like we love our friends that we have now but we we want to meet other people as well so like tap in let us know where y'all are at like Facts. we, we want the, to the new friends. girl at my job she's pretty cool we actually have the same birthday that's probably why we get along so much Ooh, oh wow nice. i know right i literally know no one with my birthday so i thought that was pretty cool but um yeah i was like you know what maybe i'll invite her to drinks one day but then you know the mixing the co-workers with real life situation mm. how do we feel about like when we share things with friends like we all know friendship has tiers and levels to it right like your friends right. that are at the top they get to know everything you two know basically everything about me um I better. <laughs> <Not right. laughs> so when do we when do we feel like sharing is like we're oversharing like how much is too much when it comes to friendships um I honestly would um be hesitant with new friends anyway mm-hmm. I am a let you share first type of person mm. because I don't know like you know I don't know how much you trust me versus I trust you so mm-hmm. I'm not really coming out the gate with the secrets mm-hmm. I also don't have a lot of business I got like two businesses <laughs> I mean, I don't have a man. I ain't had a man in a minute, so I ain't really got that much business. And anything that I consider, that's like, I don't really have a lot of things to divulge. Like, if anything is really mm-hmm. like a lot of stuff that I talk about is pretty surface level. Mm-hmm. So I don't really have any like hidden skeletons. There's no one dead in my basement type of situation. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> But yes, I would definitely let them share first. That's my policy. Mm, okay. Okay. That's good. Yeah. I'm I'm a classic undersharer. I don't know if that's mm. a word. <laughs> <laughs> no, you definitely are from experience. Yeah. yeah. I just yeah. I have never been a person okay, let's backtrack. I have never been a person to even have a journal when I was young. Like I didn't have a diary. Girl, what? What do you do with your emotions? I had a Hello Kitty diary. No, someone tried to give me one for my birthday, and I probably wrote in it once and was like, I'm not doing this. And so then I never used it. Ariel. Yeah, I'm very got you. No, no, no. You got me something I can use that. Okay, I was going to say, I literally got Ariel a journal. I love my Drake journal. I love it. I know. I saw it on your desk the other day when I was over there. <laughs> but no I do use that it's just not for journaling purposes it's like if I want to write something down about like future plans that I'm making or like my like you know I really love fashion so like if I'm thinking about those kinds of things like I'll jot them down because I love that right okay but I am not a person that like <laughs> just goes in my journal and like this is how I'm feeling today that's not my vibe so <laughs> fast forward to now I'm trying to be more of a person who is open when things are bothering me besides just talking to myself and talking to Jesus, because sometimes mm-hmm. that's just not enough. So if yeah. I message you, like call you, text you, whatever, and I'm like, hey, there's something I need to talk about, please know you are probably one of the only people who will ever find out. Like I will not mm-hmm. tell anyone else. That is not my thing. And mm-hmm. another reason why I always think about that is because you have to know what types of friends you can share certain things with. Mm, they, ooh, 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 mm-hmm. girl, girl, girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, y'all, y'all know how that is. Like, I feel like 
us for the, for the most part on this podcast, we trust each other with anything. Like if there's anything going on, I know even in your own time, y'all will tell me like, that is fine. Yeah. I'm perfectly fine with that. And that's the same way for me. Like anything that's going on deep with me, y'all are going to know. I don't know what I'm going to tell you because I need to talk it out with myself and Jesus first, but I'm going <laughs> to tell y'all. Okay. So I just want other people, our listeners to understand, you know, as much as you love your current friends, your new friends, whatever, make sure that you have that kind of relationship where you feel comfortable sharing. Mm -hmm. um, and even if that means you can't share, you know, every single piece of your life at the moment, you know, that's okay. Like, mm -hmm. as long as you're just not being a shysty bitch about it. Very true. I think it's worthwhile mentioning, like, find that one friend that has just a really trash ass memory and tell them the things. <laughs> because I feel like oh. I feel like that's me in a sense as well. Like, granted, I tell both of y'all literally everything. People tell me things too. And I listen and I hear. I promise I do. But honey, if you were to ask me a week later what we talked about, I'd be like, girl, I don't know. Like <laughs> I was just the I was the receptacle for whatever you needed to get out. And like I think it's it's good to be that type of friend. So make sure that you find that type of friend within your friend group as well. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, I tell y'all everything, girl, I feel like I was at Kiana's house, what, two, three weeks ago, hollering over some old, old shit, old stuff. And that's and okay. People, just... people need their time to process everything. Yep. Are, everyone doesn't process the same way. Same all, over I wanna here, hear, honey. all I want to hear is you right. You right. <laughs> you right, right. <laughs> right. All right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We got a lot of songs today. A lot of songs. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm over here struggling trying to put on my lash. It's always the right lash. It's always you. <laughs> Y'all, Kiana, um, Kiana doesn't have her lashes installed right now. So I she like is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting them next Friday, Lord. <laughs> so she's having to put on her strip lashes. And bless her heart, y'all. Bless her heart. She's struggling. I feel like that combined with the nails, it's just a lot going on over there. So much. Yeah. <laughs> so much. See, this is like, y'all hear this? Y'all need friends like this that appreciate your struggles. Always. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have any, any final thoughts, any last things we want to share with the list of today's episode? Um, yes, I want, go ahead, Ari. Oh, I was just going to say one last thing that I know we're also excited about because we may not record next week. We're going to the fair. Yay! Oh, yeah. Texas so, State Fair. We're so excited to tell you guys about that the next time we record. Yep. Perfect, perfect. Um, my last final thoughts are for everyone to tune in to Our Kind of People comes on Tuesday at Fo on Fox uh, 8 Central. So it's good. It's wonderful mm -hmm. Great blackity black show. We need to mm -hmm. support our black people like mm -hmm. y'all support you, Manifest, and Autumn Other, not black <laughs> show, which I too love. I too, I do love my non black show, mm -hmm. but y'all need to stream. Yes, whatever you can do, our kind of people starring it's starring mm -hmm. Yaya, um, from yeah, Top mm -hmm. model, yeah, Lance Yaya DaCosta. Get some fine black man, more chestnut. More chestnut. He, mm -hmm. he gets a little older, but he's still fine. He's still he is. He still, got, mm -hmm. he still got abs. And that look, and that girl from Lincoln Heights, I don't know her name, but she good too. I like her. <laughs> she is good. I like her. Okay. We love it. Please watch it. <laughs> that, that's all I got. That's all I got for you people. 
Well, you guys, this is going to wrap up this week's episode. Thank y'all so much, per usual, for always listening. Um, You can find us on Instagram at underscore the number two, the number five plus. So we're going to start posting on Instagram pretty soon. We'll have stories. We'll have posts. We would love for y'all to DM us with any questions you may have or if there's anything that we talk about and you guys want to discuss further, uh, send us a DM. We would love to chat. And before the year's over with, we're going to start taking listener questions and we're going to see how that's going to go. So when it gets a little closer to that time, we'll be sure to share the email for you guys. Um, But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you guys a little bit later. Bye, y'all. Bye.